morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, how are you? Oh my goodness me. It is Wednesday. So we are in the middle of the week. Has everybody gone back to school now? Oh my goodness me, I hope so. <laughs> um, so, Wednesday. Well, I've got work today, but tomorrow I've got a whole day off and I've got no children. My goodness me. Um, right. Let's crack on with what we have um, to get through today. <gasps> because we have an awful lot. So, first off... What was the riddle yesterday? Can you remember? Well, it was, what can you hear but not see? And that came from Andrew, if you remember. Well, uh, who got it right? Do, 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 do. Mia, you got it right. Well done, Mia. So, um, it was... The wind, of course, you can hear the wind, but you cannot see it. So there we have it. <gasps> wow. So uh, let's have a look at a riddle today. What riddle shall we have? <laughs> okay, here's one. What time is it when an elephant sits on your fence? Hmm, bit of a strange one, isn't it? What time is it when an elephant sits on your fence? Don't think an elephant's ever sat on my fence, but, well, you never know. <laughs> so let me know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, the fun fact, the fun fact of the day... Well, we found out when we were learning all about the um, the universe, okay, we found out that some stars were large, some were small, some were medium-sized. And the um, sun is a medium-sized, so an average-sized star. That's It's considered an average-sized star. But did you know... That one million Earths could fit inside the sun. So it's so big it could hold one million Earths. That's big, compared, considering it's supposed to be just an average-sized star. You'd think that would mean it was quite a big star, because the Earth is quite big, really kind of <laughs> what do you think um but that's a lot of earth that could fit into a sun isn't it um right what about the true or false question yesterday hmm. let's see amir you got this one right as well so well done you uh so let's have a look um what was it? It was 
uh, a group of crocodiles is called a shrewdness. Is that true or false? Well, Mia, you got it right. You said false. Um, and the actual words for a group of crocodiles is nothing like a shrewdness, although I quite like that one. But it's a Basque if the group of crocodiles is on land. And if there's a lot of them in the water, it's a float of crocodiles. So it's either a basque or a float of crocodiles, not a shrewdness. So well done, Mia. Two for two. Riddle and um, the fun, uh, the true false. Well done, you. Um, OK, so is it true or false that a heptagon has eight sides. So that is a heptagon. So H-E-P-T-A-G-O-N, a heptagon. Does it have eight sides? Is that true or false? What do you think? Hmm? Well, we will find out tomorrow. What do you reckon? <laughs> Okay, now, okay, so Mia, you asked the question about what medieval people used for blankets before blankets and duvets were invented. Um, because I did break my Google when I asked them this, so I don't know whether it knew it or not, um, but I did look it up in a book. And medieval men and women used to use... Um, Oh, animal skins to keep warm. They put animal skins on the on the floor and laid on them and then covered themselves with animal skins as well because they used to hunt the animals and they'd use every single part of the animal. There was nothing that wasn't used. So they ate, ate the meat for food. They used the... the um, skins as blankets or clothes um and even bones they used to make tools and things out of the bones so there you go uh so that's the answer to that question um <laughs> you've also asked another question which was um where are we why do we need a prime minister I will Google that a little bit more because the only thing that I can come up with was um, what a what a little, little, uh, start again what a prime minister's job is, which isn't really what you asked. You asked why do we need a prime minister? Um, your guess is as good as mine, really. <laughs> there are times when I wonder the exactly the same question. However, there must be a proper answer so i will try and find the proper answer um sienna you did ask about um how the first people or how was the first person um on earth how did they arrive on earth and i did say um because there are a couple of different um theories shall we say um that you it was depending on how what really what your parents believed in 
And so the best thing was to do was ask your mum or your dad because then I couldn't get into trouble for telling you something that they didn't believe in. Um, it sounds like your mummy believes the same theory as I do because she said that they come from... Uh, we used to come from monk... or we used to be monkeys, which is basically um, the theory of evolution. We evolved from monkeys. Um, so, yes, it basically is true providing that that's what you believe in <laughs> but there are, are plenty of people who don't believe that they believe the adam and eve um bit so again it's entirely up to um how you're brought up oh my goodness me what else um is a Bella, I hope you're okay. I haven't heard from you for a couple of days, but I hope you're okay because you weren't very well uh, the last time you messaged. You said you weren't feeling, you were poorly. So I hope you're better now. Um, let me know if you are. Um, I asked the question, what do you like on a pizza? Which toppings do you like on a pizza and which sauce? Mia, you said you like barbecue sauce, which I do as well. I much prefer that. I don't like tomato sauce. You like meat, which I assume means any meat. And you like cheese. And you like capsicum, is it? Am I reading that right? Um, not quite sure what that is. And I meant to Google it before I um, started recording and I completely forgot. So um, capsicum, what's that? Um, I will Google it afterwards. But if you want to uh, let me know what it is, that would be very, very good. Uh, what else? So we've got Sienna and you like ham and cheese. Then you like ham and cheese and tomato. And then you like cheese ham and pineapple mm. well I, so you are a great believer in pineapple does belong on a pizza i agree with you there are lots of people um who think that pineapple shouldn't be put on a pizza because it ruins it but i disagree i think pineapple should definitely belong on a pizza um so those are um Geo, you like tomato sauce and cheese. So I love cheese has got to be on it. Okay, so doesn't matter what sauce you have, cheese has definitely got to be on it. I like mushrooms, I like um onions, red onions, I love red onions, um pineapple, tomatoes, I like ham, um my favourite pizza, which, as I say, I'm not a big fan of pizzas, but my favourite one, if I have to have one, is a barbecue, um, Texan barbecue, I think it's called. And it's literally barbecue sauce and then lots of different toppings. But, oh my goodness, it tastes gorgeous. Um, so, dooby dooby doo, where are we? Um, Andrew, you've asked for um if you could if we could read five on a treasure island um i think that's the first one um which because i'm reading them in order um so i i do believe that that is the very first um 
Famous Five book, which I have already read. Um, however, when we get to the end of these, we can start again. Uh, so the one that's this one or the next one in the series is uh, Five Go Off to Camp, I think. Um, so, yeah, um, it is in the library, so you should be able to hear, listen to it still. Uh, I think that was all the messages. I'm sure. There we go. Yes, it is all the messages. Um, 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 um. So today is National Read a Book Day. Oh my goodness. I, well, I'm reading a book because I'm reading a book to you. And I shall also be reading a book to my youngest before he goes to bed. Um, and... I will be listening to my oldest two reading um, later on. But, um, yeah, read a book day. So, my question to you is, this is the question of the day. My question to you is, what book are you reading? Not right now, because obviously you're listening to me. <laughs> but... Um, what book are you part way through or just about to start or nearly finished reading? Um, I'm really interested to know. So uh, that is National Reader Book Day. It's also National Colourblind Awareness Day. So do you know anyone that's colourblind? Um, I don't. Um, I must admit. Oh, no, I do know one person I used to work with who was um, colourblind. Um, it's something that's very, very underrated, I think, because... Or not underrated. Um, Under-aware. You don't really know a lot about because you don't really hear a lot of it. So National Colourblind Awareness Day. National Coffee Ice Cream Day not a big fan of coffee ice cream um i love coffee and i love ice cream but don't like put the two together uh, my new favorite drink at the moment is pepsi max mango it's a new one oh very very nice so there you go oh lovely um it is fight procrastination day who knows what it means to procrastinate it means, okay, if you have something to do, so you've got some work to do and you keep putting it off. So procrastination is if you put something off that you really need to do. So if you've got homework um, and you keep putting it off and putting it off and then all of a sudden it's too late because you've got to the end of the time that you had to do it. Um, so if you don't procrastinate and do it straight away, you've then got all the time in the world to play or whatever afterwards. So fight procrastination day. Do not procrastinate. Make sure you do something as soon as you have got to do it. OK, <laughs> it's also global talent acquisition day. Wow, that sounds good, doesn't it? That's basically um, people who hire um, other people. So if you go for a job interview, they look 
to see what kind of talent you have that you are going to bring to the job and make you a good employee. And everybody has um, a different talent, okay? Everybody has something that they can do that brings um, enjoyment or brings a purpose to life. So everyone has a purpose in life and they all have a unique talent to give to others. So what is your talent? Um, what, uh, what can you do that you think is special that you can make it, um, I don't know, give it to somebody else or give joy to somebody else? Um, mine is my knitting, definitely, uh, because it brings joy to other people when I knit for their baby or they buy something from me, um, to give as a present to somebody else who's having a baby. So there you go. That's my talent. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, so we've got two questions of the day, really. Um, so let's have a look. Um, oh, uh, do, 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 do. Dan, I believe it's Dan. Um, you've asked if we can um, read The Tortoise and the Hare. Um, I don't actually have that book, but I will have a look and see if I can get it because I quite like The Tortoise and the Hare. Very good. Um, uh Livy you sent me a lovely lovely message and it's just full of hearts and um all different colors emojis and oh it's lovely and so did Sienna so both of you thank you so much I love those messages they're very nice just to open up and I've got lots and lots of different colored hearts um so thank you that's really really sweet um right let's read a story shall we let us read a story i think we should read chapter nine of tales of toyland do, do, do. so if you remember last time they went to a party by mr held by mr to and fro because it was his birthday so Oh, excuse me. Um, just have a yawn and then I'll be with you. <laughs> uh, so chapter nine, how Bruni came to live next door. One day, Jolly went down to the town to get a pot of blackcurrant jam for Tiptoe and he found everyone really most excited. <gasps> the toy fort is finished at last, cried Mr. To and Fro. The wobbly man. Look, isn't it grand? Jolly looked. On the top of the hill on the other side of the town was a fine toy fort. It was made of wood and was painted red and white. It had four towers, one at each end, and a drawbridge that could be let up and down by chains for soldiers to march over when they wanted to go in or out of the fort. That's for all the toy soldiers in Toyland, said the pink cat. 
You know they've had to live in ordinary houses up to now because there wasn't a proper fort for them to live in. But now one has been built and there it is. Soon all the soldiers everywhere will march up the hill and into the fort. It is a marvellous fort, said Jolly. Oh dear me, I wonder if the wooden soldiers who live next to us will have to go too. How we shall miss them. They're so smart and kind and polite. Jolly ran home to tell Tiptoe. He was just in time to see the soldiers who lived next door marching out in line, their captain at their head. We're off to live at the fort, said the captain proudly. The lead soldiers are going to live there too. So all the soldiers will live together now in a proper fort and we shall be able to guard Toyland well. Tiptoe, come and say goodbye to the soldiers, cried Jolly. They're going. Tiptoe ran out. She shook hands with all the soldiers and then she and Jolly thought it would be fun to go with them and see them march over the drawbridge into the fort. So they ran beside them down the hill, through the streets of the town and up the hill beyond. The drawbridge was let down, of course, and hundreds of toy soldiers of all kinds were marching over it into the grand toy fort. A band stood nearby, playing them into the fort. tan tan ta went the trumpets. Rub-a-dub-dub-dub-dub-dub-dub, went the drums. It was almost exciting. When the soldiers were safely in the fort, the drawbridge was pulled up. Now nobody could get in or out. The soldiers stood in their places, saluted and then marched about when their captains shouted orders. Oh, we shall miss the soldiers next door, sighed Tiptoe. They were so nice and I did feel so safe with such a lot of brave men nearby. Let's go and call on Josie Click and Bunjolly. The two of them set off to the little tree house, but on their way they met Bruni, the little brown teddy bear, and he was crying bitterly. He had a big red handkerchief up to his eyes and he didn't see Tiptoe and Jolly. He walked straight into them. Bump! Rooney, whatever's the matter? cried Tiptoe in alarm. Have you hurt yourself? No, but something has hurt my house, said Bruni. Come and see. And he took them to where his little brick house had been. And there it was, all knocked down. I'm sure one of those great big clumsy rocking horses has been along this way, sobbed Bruni. And he must have rocked himself over my dear little house. That's the worst of those rocking horses. They're so big that they just don't look where they're going. Come and get some more bricks to build a new house, said Tiptoe, taking his hands. No, I'm not going to have bricks this time, said Bruni, wiping his eyes. I've heard that you can build houses 
with cards. Did you know that? So I'm going to build myself a house of snap cards. I can get some in the town, I know. Come along and help me. Well, it wasn't long before the three of them had a pack of snap cards. They were rather big and heavy to carry, so Tiptoe and Jolly took some too. They chose a nice open spot in a field where toy sheep were eating the grass and began to build a card house. You know how to build one, don't you? Well, that's just how the three of them built Brunies. First, they leaned two cards against one another and then they put two cards against the sides and then two cards against the edges of those and then two more cards flat on top. That was the first room. Then they built the next room on top of that, just the same. It was most exciting. When there were four rooms and the house of cards was quite high, Bruni said the house was big enough. One room shall be the kitchen, the bottom one, he said. The next shall be my sitting room. The next shall be my bedroom. And the topmost of all shall be my spare room. Isn't it a lovely house? Well, Tiptoe and Jolly thought it didn't look a very comfortable kind of house. But they didn't like to say so. Bruni asked them to go into the kitchen so they squashed in between the cards and alas Bruni pushed too hard. Down fell the whole of the card house. Swish, swish, swish. So it all had to be built up again. It didn't take long of course. This time Jolly said they wouldn't go inside because it really was time for them to go home to dinner. Well, thank you for helping me, said the little bear, smiling. It's a nice house, isn't it? I shall go and buy myself some furniture for it now. So, goodbye. Isn't it funny? There isn't a front door to lock. Bruni went off to the town, and Tiptoe and Jolly went home. They sat down and had a good dinner, for they were very hungry. They had a lot to talk about. First they talked about the soldiers all going to live at the fort and how sad they were not to have them next door anymore. Then they talked about poor Bruni and how his house had got knocked down and how they hoped that his house of cards would be all right. It's got no stairs. How do you think he'll get up to bed? asked Jolly. We didn't put a chimney said Tiptoe. Where will the smoke go if he lights a fire? Bruni is rather a stupid little bear, although he is a darling, said Tiptoe. He wants somebody to look after him, I think. All that day, Tiptoe and Jolly were busy taking down their old curtains and putting up clean ones and taking out the little mats to beat the dust from them. They forgot about the soldiers and the card house. But as they were sitting down to supper, they heard the sound of soft footsteps and they heard the sound of somebody crying and a knock on the door. Jolly opened it. Outside stood Bruni the bear, crying into his red handkerchief again. 
Oh, can I come in, he asked. I've nowhere to sleep tonight and I'm very, very unhappy. Oh, Bruni, dear, of course you can come in, cried Tiptoe. Come and share our supper. What has happened to your little card house? A lot of things happened to it, said poor Bruni, wiping his eyes and looking much more cheerful when he saw a nice supper on the table. First of all, Mr. To-and-fro came to call and he wobbled against the walls and knocked the whole house down, so I had to build it up again. Oh, poor Bruni, said Jolly, pouring the bear out some cocoa. Go on. Well, then I tried to get a wardrobe up into the bedroom. Oh, but we forgot the stairs, you know, so I had to throw it up and it knocked the house down again, went on Bruni. Tiptoe felt as if she wanted to laugh, but she didn't like to. Then the rain came and made the cards go soft and wet, said Bruno, and I had to, Bruni, and I had to throw them away and build the house from other cards in the pack. I can tell you I felt pretty tired. Oh, poor Bruni, said Tiptoe again. Eat your sausage roll. You'll feel better then. Well, uh, I got a new card house built again and went into the kitchen to have a rest, said Bruni, and I fell fast asleep. And suddenly I woke up in a dreadful fright. The house was falling about my ears. Swish, swish, it all fell down. And do you know why? It was because the silly toy sheep in the field had bumped against it in the dark. Oh, never mind, Bruni, said Jolly. A great idea coming into his head. I've got a fine plan. The house next door is empty because the wooden soldiers have all gone to live in the fort. What about you living there next to us? And then Tiptoe can look after you a bit and we can all have fun together. Well, Bruni was so happy that he swallowed a whole sausage roll at once and choked. It really was a marvellous idea. And the next day, Bruni moved into the soldier's old cottage and hung up pretty curtains of blue. Tiptoe and Jolly helped him and the clockwork clown came over too, very pleased that old Bruni was going to live so near. Well, this is a bit of luck, said Bruni when the house was finished and a kettle was singing on his toy stove. A nice little house and nice little friends next door. I am glad my old house was knocked down flat. And that is how Bruni came to live next door to Tiptoe and Jolly. Won't they all have fun together? Ah, oh, that is nice, isn't it? So... That's how you get a teddy bear for a neighbour. <laughs> you get rid of all the toy soldiers first into their new new house, their new fort. Um, so, let's see what the question of the day is. Well, we're going to have two. Um, what book are you currently reading? And what is your 
natural talent. What is the talent that would make most people be, I don't know, happy? You must all have something because everybody has got something <laughs> that they can do. Anyway, um, I am going to go and I will see you all again tomorrow um and i'm going to go and see if i can find the tortoise and the hare book uh so until tomorrow make sure that you have a grand old day and make sure that you take care and stay safe and i will see you all again tomorrow bye for now